is Eva and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So yeah, I just wanted to forewarn you guys that I have a feeling the next couple of weeks are going to be jam-packed. (laughs) with episodes so subscribe to the podcast if you are not subscribed just because based on how everything is ending and the fact that I don't want to group things together there are a few shows that I want to talk about so yeah just subscribe so you know when they drop for sure we'll be dropping on Wednesday because that's our drop day but there will be some bonus episodes dropping as well. And this is a bonus episode. So this is your second episode in a week. And we are discussing only murders in the building. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know why I think that it should have that theme music when actually the theme music for the podcast on that show is pretty like, it's sad, but kind of upbeat. And I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, So yeah, if this is your first time, I start off every episode with some warnings. If you didn't know, this is a solo hosted show. It is just me. So I can tend to go all over the place. We're not going to go in a linear line. If that's not your style of podcast, feel free to stop right here and go check out another one that's more along your lines of like. (laughs) Also, there will be spoilers like... There is no way to talk about a show without spoiling it. So if you don't want spoilers for some reason, again, feel free to stop the episode and like, I won't hold it against you. Um, also, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? It's always so, con- not confusing, but I'm always like, oh, am I forgetting anything? Because the comic book episodes have way more warnings than these ones do. But yeah, see, you're already getting a little bit of my first warning all over the place. So here we go. Usually, (laughs) I have notes for shows. And it's typically only the ones that are, um, I watch in one sitting. So something that I actually binge, meaning it's something that was on streaming. They dropped all the episodes at once. But usually, and what has been happening more recently, it seems, increasingly, especially on Hulu, and also Disney Plus is doing this, and like Amazon tries, or Prime tries to do this sometimes. Netflix, sometimes they'll try, sometimes they won't, but Netflix knows which ones not to like try to drop weekly, because I feel like people would just (laughs) go on like a, a killing spree or something. But, um, so usually what happens is if this weekly, they may drop the first three episodes and then they'll drop everything else week after week, or they'll just drop it week after week. It just depends. I feel like everyone at this moment is trying to test the waters to see how they want to do it. I'm one of those impatient people. I've talked about this before. If it's on streaming service, drop all the episodes at once. I don't want to do week to week. Just because for me, I mean, one, my this podcast is called Currently Binging. So I do binge a lot of things and I like to sit and watch it all in like one to two sittings because 
then I can retain all that information. That information is fresh versus spreading it over six to 10 weeks. And then me having to be like, okay, what happened at the beginning again? Because again, I don't really take notes unless I sit and watch it all in one go. Mind you, for Only Murders, I did attempt, <laughs> keyword, attempt to take notes, but this is what happens. This is why, in case you were wondering why I don't take notes for shows that drop weekly and even like the broadcast TV shows, because I know I do my um, like recaps where I group all those shows together and I'll have like overall notes, but I don't have notes on each episode. One, that would be too much because as we know, network TV has like 20 plus episodes and yeah, there's no way. But this is why I don't typically take notes if it's not all dropped at one time because I'll start taking notes and then as the weeks progress, I'll forget to take notes or I'll be like, I don't really want to take notes. I just want to watch. And that's kind of what happened with Only Murder. So they dropped the first two episodes. I took notes on the first two episodes. <laughs> and that was the last time I took notes. So we're just going to go through this. It's all going to be off the top of the dome. Not really. I just watched the finale last night. If that gives you any context into when this episode was recorded, there be it. You guys know I'm pretty quick on when things drop to watch them. Um, typically, so Only Murders was dropping on Hulu on Mondays and I was holding to watch it on Tuesdays, but the finale, I was like, I was just in a, like a finale, um, like binge or whatever. So I was trying to wrap up some shows because some things had ended and I was like, oh, I'll just watch the finale of this. Cause you know, it's only 35 minutes and I feel like I'm jumping ahead of myself, but we're going to, we're going to. We're going to back up a little bit. <laughs> so Only Murders in the Building is on Hulu. There are 10 episodes. They're like 25 to 35 minute long episodes. So pretty short, pretty quick. This is another reason why I was like, oh, can we just drop all of them? Because I can literally watch this like in a day. <laughs> But that wasn't the case. And it's essentially, it stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. And it's essentially like a satire on like the true crime TV verse, content verse, if you will. I don't even know how to, what to call it because it's not just TV. It's like TV, podcast, like just this whole true crime phenomenon that we find ourselves on. And I feel like using phenomenon is like making it this thing that it shouldn't technically be because we're talking about real people's lives and just kind of how we as human beings became obsessed with true crime and so only murders is kind of like a satire of that whole true crime movement where it's oh we all listen to meaning steve martin martin short and selena gomez um characters which Steve Martin plays Charles, Martin Short plays Oliver, Selena Gomez plays Mabel. And you guys, if you've listened for a while, you know I'm not really a fan of recapping everything. I just like to get in and talk about themes versus like regurgitating what we all just watched. Um, but essentially, they are all, a murder happens in the building <laughs> and they all have to leave the building and in leaving the building because they already had kind of an interaction before the um, fire drill went off where 
they all ended up in elevators together, but they all leave the building when the fire drill goes off and actually talk to each other and find out that they all are really into true crime and listen to some of the same true crime podcasts. And so then they find out some murder and come up with this idea to essentially create a podcast to solve the murder. That's essentially the show in a nutshell, but there's all these other things that are interwoven in it. And some of my earlier notes, since I really only have earlier <laughs> notes in this is like, it's hard to talk about this show as like a mystery because a lot of the questions that you have while watching this are immediately answered pretty quickly on as the episodes go. And so like some of the things around Mabel, because she came off as super shady out of the three of them immediately. And she talked about her Hardy Boys and she showed the pic. And I was like, wait, is that guy in the pic the same guy who died, Tim Kono? And then come to find out that they were friends and their mutual friend died and their other mutual friend was framed for the murder and Tim knew who actually killed them. So like when it all unravels, it's like, oh, duh, it kind of like you're, as the show's going on, you're kind of being like, oh, this is mostly probably what happened. And the same can be said for Jan because we find out in the end that Jan is the one who killed Tim Kono. I think the only thing you probably would not have been able to figure out pretty quickly on until they blatantly are like, oh, he was in a relationship with someone was that she was sleeping with Tim Kono. But even at the gate when we were first introduced to her, she just seems weird in a way where you would be like, oh, I wonder. And I don't know if it's just me because I do watch a lot of things. So everyone is suspicious to me when I first see them on the screen until something happens that proves otherwise. But nothing ever really happened to be like, oh, like to take her off the suspect list. So her being the killer was not surprising. And we open the show where we see Charles and um, Oliver running downstairs. They open up the door and they find Mabel covered in blood over a body that has on like a hoodie. And you kind of forget about that scene because they don't really show that scene again until the end. And as we're kind of getting there, in my head, I'm like, we've never seen the scene that they showed us at the opening of the show. And so as the finale is playing out, I'm like, okay, is it Jan that she's standing over? Because Jan tried to attack her. Like, I'm coming up with all these <laughs> scenarios in my head. But, like, essentially, we were left on a cliffhanger because they've figured out, I mean, they are probably the worst, <laughs> uh, what do they call them? Like laptop detectives. They're probably the worst laptop, laptop, that's a tongue tire. <laughs> the worst laptop detectives because every hypothesis that they have is essentially insane sounding and then ends up not being true. And again, I think that's pulling on the satire part of it as like, all these people are sitting at home coming up with all these insane like hypotheses and scenarios of what could have happened to these people that we have never met in our lives and these families that we have no ties to and we're just all throwing them out there and seeing what sticks on the wall. FYI, this is kind of happening right now in this moment with the whole like Gabby Petito thing that's happening. 
And when I see some of the like scenarios people have in their minds of what is going on and like what people thought think is going on and we still don't even really know really all the answers of what went on. I'm just like, I don't know. People have a lot of time to sit and like <laughs> insert themselves into things that they should not insert themselves into and then come up with like theories and things that just do not make sense. It's mind blowing to me. And I think that's why I, like, I shouldn't say it's fascinating, but like this whole true crime thing is fascinating because so many people like in a way make themselves try to find a connection with the victim which is natural because we are human beings but like to the point where it literally is like in some cases there's no separation between you and whoever the victim is so I don't know I feel like I can do like a whole like 30, 40 minute conversation on my thoughts on like the whole true crime area of things. But yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but essentially that's kind of what the show is highlighting is that these three people essentially were like, oh, the detectives don't know what they're doing. Like they closed the case. They said he committed suicide. That was that. No, this is a murder and we're going to prove it's a murder, putting themselves in danger to solve the crime, accusing, wrongly accusing people and putting them in danger, being literally threatened and told like, if you don't like literally stop recording this podcast and continuing on having their like podcast fans, because we have that whole episode where we had like, I think it was three or four. It was four of them. And then the one kid went home and the other three stayed and actually ended up helping them. But like having the fans there, like trying to solve it with them, it was just like <laughs> insanity. And if you've listened for a while, like comedy or things that fall under like the comedy genre are not really like things that I typically talk about on here. But like things like this where it's like, satire or dark comedy, if you will, seems to tend to, I tend to do a little bit better with because I don't know, it seems a little more realistic to me and not like they're trying to force me to like laugh or be happy. <laughs> I feel like I always say force, which I don't know, it's interesting. But anyway, so I thought that, that was funny. If you haven't seen Steve Martin or Martin Short and anything prior to Only Martyrs, like, one, how old are you? <laughs> also, two, how old are you? Because, like, literally does not make sense. Like, seeing them individually and together, it's just, like, they're just wonderful together on screen and individually. Selena Gomez definitely brings in more of, like, that Gen Z um, audience just because like she's Selena Gomez and I always forget how many Instagram followers she has. It's just insane to me that that many people follow her. And if you compare like, which we shouldn't compare people, but like if you compare like Selena Gomez to like anyone else who like started around the same time as she did, you don't see that same type of following and they're, they're still relevant today. So I don't know. It's very, it's fascinating to me just the amount of influence that she has and the amount of people 
who follow her. And don't get me wrong, like, I love a lot of what she stands for, um, for, like, various different communities. Like, even her um, beauty, her makeup line, Wear Beauty, how thoughtful, like, she was in creating that and making sure that her makeup was accessible. So, I don't know if it's those things that are, is what draws people into wanting to, like, follow her or what it is, but I just find it fascinating <laughs> that... Almost like literally, I think the last time I checked was like over 260 million people follow her. Insanity, insane. That's like insane, fascinating. And you and you look at some other people who you would say are like as influential, and nowhere near that amount of people follow them. So yeah, um, so she definitely brings in the younger um, Gen Z crowd to like be like, oh, one introducing them possibly. If they're not that familiar, which like is mind boggling if they're not, if they're not that familiar with, um, Steve Martin and Martin Short because they are older. And, um, I guess like recently, I'm trying to think of, if I've seen it in, seen them in anything recently, like in the last couple of years. And I don't think so. At least I haven't, I don't think so. But like, even still, they're attached to so many classic things that I just can't imagine like if even if you are Gen Z your parents not like making you watch it or maybe I'm just speaking from my own experience where my parents literally made me watch so many classic things which is probably why I am the way that I am today but whatever but um yeah so they definitely she definitely brings in that um that audience and kind of introduces them to uh these two but then also like they bring in an older audience who are get introduced to who Selena is as well. So it kind of works vice versa. I do wonder, and I didn't Google this, like what the um, demographic breakout is. <laughs> Cause I know most times they only focus on like the core, like I'm, that age group I want to say is like late Gen Z into millennial because it's like 20 something to like 39 or 38 or something. It's like a wide gap that everyone usually focuses on. But I actually want to know what the like actual split is. I feel like I'm going off on like a tangent, but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so that was them. But um, it definitely was funny watching this and kind of seeing like someone make fun of the true crime, uh, I, I don't want to call phenomenon, like the true crime area, but like in a smart way and it actually be engaging and you want to watch it. And it's not something where you're like, Oh, maybe I'll watch that later, at least for me. And I watch a lot of things. And so a lot of times I'll be like, Oh, I don't feel like watching that this week. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend or something like that. But this was one where as soon as it dropped, or I told you guys I watched it on Tuesdays because I was <laughs> like breaking up some of my shows because for some reason there's a lot of stuff that drops on Mondays now just because network TV is back. Um, but yeah, I was just like ready to watch it, ready to get to the end and figure it out. And so where we end up leaving off. So we find out like Mabel, her whole childhood, like she essentially kind of grew up in the building because she spent her summers there and Oscar is the friend who ended up getting framed because come to find out 
it, um, the person who actually killed their friend was Theo, who is a Demas, and his father, Teddy, is like, has large influence, lots of money, all that other stuff. So they were covering up and were, were, I don't know if they were blackmailing or forcing, essentially forcing um, Tim Kono. I feel like I have to say his whole name because everyone mostly said his whole name. Sometimes, sometimes Tim, but I feel like it was mostly Mabel who said Tim. Um, but, and he essentially was working to reveal that truth. So when you find out that, or when it's revealed rather, because it was, I felt like it was pretty straightforward at least by the time we got towards the end of it that um jan was the one who killed him but when you find out like why she killed him and he essentially died for no reason it was like <laughs> well that sucks but then also because the trio i'm just gonna call them the trio so i don't have to say all their names caused so much ruckus one uh the lady who seemed to be like controlling everything or like wanting to kick everyone out. Bunny, she, that whole scene where they had the vote and were like, should they live here or should they no longer live here? I was like, I feel like that seems illegal. <laughs> and I feel like there has to be some type of rights. Like if you, I, now I don't know if these people are renting or if they own these places, I'm assuming. And it's New York, so you never know because there are people who literally rent for years and years and years and years and years and like just pass on that rent controlled <laughs> apartment to their children. And so it just stays in the family, which sounds insane to me versus just, I would think at that point you just buy it, but I guess whatever, but it's never really said if they like are renting or buying. So like, we don't know, but either way, I feel like they should have had protections where you can't just have a vote and because you don't like someone at that moment you can say oh they don't deserve to live here anymore seems absurd to me <laughs> and I felt some type of way when I saw that because like that just seems ridiculous but um again they rubbed a lot of people the wrong way they bought a lot of unwanted attention to their building with the podcast and so by the time we get to the end of it and they reveal who the true killer is and Bunny's like, oh, well, I guess she gets to stay or whatever. And um, Oliver is like, oh, well, now you're the most hated person in the building. And then we get to the scene that we opened up the season with and we close the season with. It's the scene of Mabel standing over the body with blood all over her. And kind of find out it's Bunny in a tie-dye sweatshirt. <laughs> Which is so weird. And then because they got the message and they were like, get out of the building now because they were celebrating on the roof. And Mabel had went down to her apartment. I can't remember what she was getting. Uh, and so they were rushing to get her and that's where they find her. But I'm just like, this seems elaborate, but also like who would want to frame them outside of the demons? And I'm assuming they're both in jail because... Uh, what's his name? The son, Theo murdered the girl, but then Teddy covered it up. So I'm assuming they're both in jail and maybe it's just like, oh, Demas uh, waving around his power from a jail cell to be like, I can still get to you even though I'm behind bars. But other than them, I don't, based on everything that happened this season, I'm just like, yeah, it could be anyone in the building, 
But like, I don't know who would go to those lengths to frame them, unless it was just someone who was just fed up with Bunny and they were like, oh, well, because she was so vocal and it was so public, her hate towards them, let's just frame them and therefore I get away with it. So if that's the case, then I feel like it could be the, uh, the, um, the guy who works there who like does the elevator and all that. It could be him. It could be Howard, although I just don't see him killing anyone, the cat guy. <laughs> it could be Uma, because she be looking weird sometimes, like she's ready to risk it all. <laughs> I don't know, but what we, so this was renewed for a second season. What does the second season look like? I'm assuming we're going to focus on trying to solve, one, solve who killed Bunny, but also who framed the trio. And I'm assuming they're not going to be in jail for long. And they're going to, and that's what their, the next case, their podcast is going to be focused on is who killed Bunny and who tried to, and who tried to frame us. But yeah, I honestly wasn't expecting to have this much to say about this show. <laughs> I just wanted to get it out there. Um, and kind of like put my thoughts out there. Uh, but I want to know what you guys thought. Let me know what you guys thought about this first season of Only Murders in the Building. Was it more of like a true crime thing for you? Like you were trying to figure out who committed the crime or was it just like, oh, this is enjoyable and funny and I just want to watch it. Let me know and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Binging on Instagram and at Current Binging Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.